What's going on, Alpha Leaders? Listen, this episode of the Alpha Mindset Podcast is presented to you by our newest sponsor, Checks Watches. We all know looking good is feeling good, but sometimes looking good can be expensive, but not with Checks Watches. Checks Watches create products that look amazing, go the distance, and save you time. The greatest gear you've experienced all under one roof. If you want to look good without breaking the bank, then go over and check them out at www.checkswatches.com. Get ready to amplify your energy and unlock your limitless potential with our dynamic podcast hosted by a powerhouse of motivation and inspiration. Brace yourself for electrifying insights, empowering stories, and actionable strategies that will propel you to greatness. This is the podcast that fuels your fire and transforms your life. Now here is the head alpha himself, Isaac. What's going on, Alpha Leaders? Welcome to another exciting episode of the Alpha Mindset Podcast. I am your host, the head Alpha, Isaac Avila. I thank everybody for tuning in and listening in. I appreciate all the support and the subscribers we're getting. And, you know, and now we're hearing a lot of good things from a lot of different people. And, and I'm excited, especially excited for our, our guest today, Donovan Bertoncini. Uh, I know him as Debo. So if you hear me call him Debo, understand that is a childhood nickname that we grew up with. But Debo, man, hey. Really excited to have you on the podcast. So first and foremost, really want to appreciate you donating just your time being on here. I know you're a busy man, a father, and I just wanted to say I appreciate you, bro. But how about you just introduce yourself to the people, let everybody know who you are, man, and uh, we'll start kicking this interview off, brother. Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, my name is Donovan. Me and Isaac go back to the Little League days, Madeira American Little League, Town of Country yes, Park. Sir. Five five nine, sorry. baby, Matt. Tell, yeah, let's go. People in our town, bro, that Matt town, it goes with us, bro. We're all fucking on edge. We're all pissed off, yeah. and, you know. But we got music. We got to cultivate this this energy, bro. You can see it in our people, bro, and our athletes, and you know, it, it is really dope town. A lot of you know, growing up, I was like, man, ah, but there is tough. But I'm like, I'm starting to notice the beauty in this place, man. I, I'm Absolutely. really thankful for all the people and friendships in this town and my childhood, meeting you, bro, seeing you do your thing. This stuff is dope. We're, we're all evolving, growing, family, yeah. business and divorce, all these things. It's sick to watch people grow and really see them excel and be at peace with themselves more than anything, man. But I salute you for doing what you're doing and, you know, uh, inviting me onto here. I appreciate it, man. Honestly, you know, it's, it's exciting to see a lot of people from Madeira, uh, and that's what it's been, right? The last two grass years being the third is it's really out, outlining, hey man, just because we came from a quote unquote small town, yeah. you know, we grew up with our parents and our families telling us, yeah. hey, get out, go go somewhere else. Yeah. You're not really going to grow here. And bro, changing that narrative. People. Real quick, there's yeah. some dope ass people and there's some fucking high, like elite people, right? And we're just capped in our resources and what we can do and, you know, where we can go, right? We're like, Fresno, okay, what's over there, right? I mean, yeah. there's only so much. This is why a lot of people in our town, we just go down south, go to the Bay, right? Explore these possibilities exactly. and these opportunities. But yeah, man, there's, there's a lot of like, you know, uh, you know, dope places in Madeira, the people. I, I love it, bro. There was a time I was like, ah, but I, I love it for what it is now. That's good, man. Uh, like I said, I appreciate it and, and excited to have you on. So I got a question for you, man. So my biggest thing here is, again, the alpha mindset. We always talk about mental health and how important it is to have a very clear, but the alpha mindset and just in general. When it yep. comes to mental health, man, how would you do, how would you define mental health? And what do you think it's important not only to address, but to discuss openly? Mm -hmm. So just to be real, bro, like uh, 
you know, being, you know, mental health just in a, in a negative sense is just honestly being in a, a disturbed place, you know, in a, uh, you, you're not in control of what you're thinking. You're having all these irrational fears, uh, false illusions of who you are and what other people are perceiving about you. And you're portraying that in your image, meaning you're, you're thinking it subconsciously, right? And whatever you think subconsciously, it will manifest into your reality. So it will kick back into your friendships, your finances, right? So if you're not in a really stable place mentally, it will, you will search for it, so to say. If Does that make sense, right? Your, your mind will look for that belief to be true. And when we're not mentally stable, emotionally stable, we have these outbursts, right? And it, it just adds fuel to the uh, fire, so to say. And, you know, with me, man, when I was emotionally and mentally unstable, just I was a mess, right? Uh, and it's not that the friends and the influence or nothing like that, bro. It was me. It was me. And the energy I let into my friendships, what we did when we hung out, what we talked about when we hung out, right? And it's it's never them, bro. It's never the people. It's, it's who we are, who we're allowing yeah. to be around, right? And once I started to realize that I was doing it to myself, I just started to cultivate this energy of, hey, if I can do all this for the worse, imagine what I can do for the better, right? Just cleaned up my act. Um, so just a little bit on my story. When I got into, so I played collegiate baseball in Florida, right? All the cool stuff. I came back to the University of Antelope Valley. Um, that was pretty dope. But once that ended, you know, my baseball dream was over. I was like, fuck, bro, I'm not going pro. Like my self-esteem, you know, I was at the top of my shit. I was like, you know, college player, fucking excited, all this stuff. And then, boom, I was just like, you're just a regular dude now, right? You know, don't get me wrong, whatever that means, but that's how I felt as a person, right? I was just like, man, my my influence is going to go away. My confidence is going to go away. So I got into working, you know, the workforce started traveling. That was pretty cool. But I came back home after all that and uh, just started self-sabotaging, uh, drinking heavily, you know, drug use heavily, smoking heavily. Don't get me wrong, bro. I still smoke, but I, I really do because it alleviates um, just it makes me feel good, so to say. So I still smoke, but um, I just never saw that as an issue where I needed to address it, so to say. Right. Um, but other than that, I saw that I was like 240 pounds. I was dead broke. Didn't have a fucking car. Right. All I was just being the lowest version of myself, being a snake ball person, lying manipulating just all this stuff uh, associated with who I am at the bottom of my spirit. And then once I just started to engage with my higher self, going on those morning walks, meditating, putting down the alcohol, right? Putting the, the drugs away, right? Still smoking my weed, bro. Mind you, going on morning walks, smoking weed, being by myself, letting my mind take me places, right? Going on these long walks with my phone away, and really just drawing that energy. You see how I do that? How I draw that energy down? I do this yeah. with my mind so I can make sure I'm in control of myself and in control of the people around me, the control of the environment, right? So I can bring it up at pace and talk fast and all these things. I can get my mind firing because then I'm finally in control, bro, of everything, all the minor details in my life. I pay attention to everything. Like I, I told you earlier, I, I'm really observant. I've always been this way, 
But when I was, you know, loose headed, I was drunk and, you know, high, I was leaking my energy. So now that I'm very just observant and analyzing of my life, I'm cultivating that energy back to my spirit, right? Now I can go use this in my business to go heal people. So what I do, I'm a hypnotherapist and I consult people with my brother. So what hypnosis is, is we go into your subconscious mind and in this place is everything you've been taught, everything that you've conditioned your mind to believe to be true about yourself, the world, how you view religion, politics, how you look at other people, how you feel that they look at you, how you talk to other people, how you perceive other people are talking to you, right? I used to always get offended when I was a teenager, always offended. I was just always on edge. Like if someone, if I thought someone was disrespecting me, I, I was just like a can of worms. I had an anger issue, right? In baseball, you saw it, I'm sure. And <laughs> it's just because I didn't know what my power was. I wasn't aware of what I was doing to people. I wasn't aware that I was yeah. a bad teammate. I thought I was just a fucking wild animal, a savage, and I just want to play baseball, all this stuff. But I was like, there's so much more to it, being a good teammate, right? Being a coachable kid, all these things. And just realizing like, man, I wish I could have done this. I wish I couldn't have done this. And just realizing like, hey, I'm comfortable for everything that it showed me, right? All the, the negative, all the, all the positive, the, the people at, at South we met, right? All the characters yeah. and what they said and what they did and being thankful for all that, you know? And, and really just like, man, this stuff was dope, right? Being at South and just playing baseball, did it fucking, if we sucked, if we won games, just being and going through that and just having that brotherhood and just laughing, being with the boys, you know, that that's something I cherish forever. Uh, now that I'm out of sports and stuff, I'm like always searching for that. And I'm very grateful with the company that I work for now with my brother. He he brings that and people need to feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves. This is why people have families, right? This is why people join gangs, why they join like political parties, why they join religions, because they know it's more than their self, right? And once we can get to that frame and everybody can find their purpose, um, it's, it's a lot more comfortable excuse me, being in your own skin and being in your own mind, um, you know, that that's a lot of mental health, of, you know, a little things of what I did to, you know, help me. And, you know, I'm still on my journey, bro. Still dealing yeah. with mental battles. Right. And, you know, um, but yeah, for the most part, that's how I define mental health, just being in a distorted place, disconnected from your spirit and just feeling like you're lost um, at the end yeah. of the day. With no guidance. Well, you point out you point out a good point when you say uh, find your purpose, right? And it's great that you guys help out people do that. And when it comes to hypnosis, you know, again, it's just going to be a misconception for a lot of people that, you know, mm -hmm. just like you know, they're like, oh, what is that going to happen, right? But re reality, there's some people that do buy into it, and, and the yeah, thing is, it's real. Yeah, whether it's hypnosis, whether it's you're going to pray or whether whatever, whatever your thing is, you just actually have to believe that you're going to be able to make the change. And I think that's I believe that I think that's a really big issue that we have. Right. Is that a lot of people, you know, if someone were to come to you and they're not really going to be bought in and believe that you're going to be able to help them, it's not going to work at the end of the day. Right. And that's the same thing with anything, though. If you like we will revert it back to baseball. Right. You go up to the plate. And you already in your head think, I'm not going to hit the ball. I'm going to strike out. What's going to happen? That's probably what's going to happen. 
And a lot of people really don't understand the power of manifestation that I like to bring up, the power of just how you have to be in control. And I like how you talked about control, right? You're able to control your tonality, tonality levels, excuse me. And I don't think that gets talked about enough. The tonality yeah. in our voice really determines the other person's reaction. The other person's going to be the take of it. And, and like you, I like to revert it to like text messages, right? If I'm going to tell you something in text, your mind is going to dictate how that text message is going to come across. But in reality, it's because there's no tone of that text. You're going to assume the tone. When it comes with us and we have this certain tonality in our voice, if I say, hey, Donovan, I like your hair, bro. It looks really good. I, you know, I like the way you cut it up. Or if I say it, damn, Donovan, ah, your hair looks pretty yeah. good, bro. It's, it's, it. it sounds, you know what I mean? There's a difference in your tone of voice. That little fluctuation people, right there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think a lot of people just don't really understand the importance of it. And we talked about it earlier. When you focus on tonality, what were some practices you did to really not only seems like you perfected it, but mm -hmm. control your tonality on a day in and day out basis. Now, bro, you're going to get me talking about some weird shit that I do. Nah, uh, <laughs> but seriously, so um, like I was telling you, I, I work on my chakras. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in this. Obviously, there's some truth to it if it's been a teachings for ancients of years, right? It's not something I made up, so to say. It's something I've came across. I'm like, mm, I like it. I believe in it. So fuck it. I'm going to rock with it. So what right. I would do. You know, so last year, if if you've been a follower of just my social media platform, you know that I was a big believer in semen retention, right? Big believer in semen retention, because at the base of our energy, this is where our life force is held, right? We have the, the ability to create life. That's a God-given ability. And most of the times I was spilling that set through sex, through porn addiction, right? Uh, I'm very comfortable talking about this stuff because... It's a, an issue that doesn't get addressed enough, and it's a, under, it's, a, it's a spiritual warfare going on with teenagers. I've gotten my brother into it because, honestly, at that root chakra, this is where our energy, our life force is pent up, and we're constantly releasing and depleting it. We're, we're feeling just bleh. Men, listen to this. When you, when, you, when you, yeah, when you finish, do you feel like you're ready to conquer the world? Ask yourself this, honestly. You know, study, study people who do this. Floyd Mayweather talks about it. Conor McGregor talks about it. Retain your seed. These fools don't do that stuff for months because they know when they harness that energy, right, it gets into their bones and they come stronger. My voice is deeper. My hair. All right. Look at this. All this happened for a reason. My, my skin is glowing. Right. You know, I'm talking myself up, but I'm noticing the shift in myself. So once I started doing this practice, I activating my chakras, right? So this year I, I'm working on my upper three chakras, uh, my, my pineal, my, my crown and my throat. So I I'm working on three, uh, these three, and there's a lot of practices that I go into. I do humming where I go, oh, 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 oh. and I'm being serious about it. Pounding my chest and shit, really tapping into my ancestor or spirit. I do this stuff when I go on my morning walks. This is why I like being away from people isolated because I can believe in my own power. I don't want to hear your belief. You see how you hear I'm getting, ugh, my, my spirit's crawling right now, bro. When I'm by myself, I feel like a, a fucking animal. I really do. When I'm around weak spirits, I can fucking feel it, bro. I can feel that weak-ass fucking energy. You see how I'm getting all pent up right now? Yeah. Ooh, I got to yeah, relax. Yeah. This is how I feel, dude, when I really align with who I am and I channel this energy into my business. 
I let it become passion. You can hear it in my voice that I'm serious, right? That that yeah. that tonality that I'm projecting, I'm asserting my dominance in this force. I'm a force to be reckoned with, right? I'm not fucking around when I talk about this stuff. I'm very serious about this stuff. So, man, tap into your spirit. Meditate. Talk to your ancestors. Talk to your higher self. Get some guidance. You know, put the phone down. Put the fucking alcohol down. Smoke your weed if you want to. Honestly, I smoke weed. I eat mushrooms. I'm in tap with my, my mind. I fucking, I transcend my consciousness. I elevate my spirit. I'm truthful to this shit. I, I let people be known. I feed it into my brothers. I feed it into clients. You know, activate your soul. Be serious. We're only here for fucking this blimp. Take this shit seriously, guys. You know, stop releasing your seed. Stop being around shitty people. You know, this shit, it used to fucking sicken me. It's in my spirit, bro. Getting yeah. all pent up. I'm fucking ready to run through a wall right now, bro. I think this sometimes being a savage. Yeah, no, yeah. hey, look, the passion, the passion's there, brother. There's no doubt in my mind that you have passion, mm-hmm. right? And you know, I was actually the, the what intrigued me is when you actually first got into it. So when I first saw it, I think it was uh September of last year. I think you posted something on Instagram and you and your brother were actually really talking about it and then the seriousness of it because there was a shift, right? It went from you know focusing on the money and the stocks and then it shifted yeah. to that. But it looks like there was fuck the money, yeah. honestly. But, but, you know, but we don't really say fuck the money as in like money's not important, but when all you're chasing is the money, you're really missing out on the realization, the realization of the process. And that's what what it's all about is the process. So to say, we're after a feeling, we're after something that creeps into our bones. I was talking to Caleb about this. We're after what money can do for us. Right. So we can tap into these states and meditative states. You see, I'm all hyped up and juiced up. Right. But I'm no, yeah. honestly, bro, I'm no millionaire and all these things. There's millionaires out there, I'm pretty sure, who, you know, at one point in their life, they're all juiced up and jacked up. And when you get to a point, my brother is a millionaire, right? He 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 is. And I can see him. He's just, he's living a family man. He's not buying all the stuff that he thought he was going to buy, right? He He's still yeah. hungry. I went to go hang out with him this last week in Vegas. I'm like, this motherfucker doesn't stop working and he has hella money, like, this this guy's on a whole different level. He's not being relaxed, right? He's he his spirit is hungry. His mind is hungry. He's after a higher purpose, right? So once he started Absolutely. to teach me all these things, it started to just creep into me. It started like it fed into my spirit. He hypes us up, does this hypnotherapy work with us, right? And we're we're really after that feeling, Isaac. I know we are. And whatever that means to each individual, chase that feeling. Whatever sets you on fire. You see, I'm all fucking riled up and I fucking want to run Absolutely. through a wall right now. I'm after this shit, bro. And I want to teach this. This is why I'm a coach. I'm a dare self. This is why I want these kids to feel this fucking animal in them. And at the same time, I want them to be sharp minded where you can be acting like a fool. You can be emotional bursting out on people. Right. You got to you got to use your energy. You got to know how to talk to people. You got to know how to. That's important. Yeah. And that, you know what, man, that's important, honestly, and you convert that back. So let's kind of break that down. So this for me, what you're the way you're sounding is, look, it's okay to have that dog in you, right? You have to have that dog in you, but you have to know how to control that dog. And so for you, you know, yeah, right. So let's talk about this, right? You you were playing ball for the longest time, right? And I played with you. We're on the same team multiple times. That dog was always there. But that yeah. dog would get out of control. I'm, you yeah. let, let someone hit you in the back with a fastball. Let's see what happens. Yeah. But what happened was, is what I really want to know is what made you understand that, hey, look, I need this dog and this fight and this burn. But if I don't, if I'm not mentally sharp, 
I can lose it. So what, talk about the importance of actually why it's important to control that dog in you. And then what's important for that dog to do for your life, for your business, for your family, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, very simple to me, but it's my daughter. It, it's, it's that feminine energy I have to take care of. Can't be a wild savage in front of her. I can't. I can't bring this culture up. I can't be talking like this in front of her. She's in a, you know, that's my little sunflower right there. She bought out a soft yeah. side of me, you know. Uh, when she, she was born, so, ooh, I just got the chills, dude. We have the same birthday. She was born on my birthday. Wow. This is This is amazing, right? Once I realized this, I'm gifted. God didn't just fucking, uh, it's a coincidence. No, I gave you a daughter on your birthday to teach you something. She's going to teach you a lot about yourself, about other people. She's going to teach you patience, how to have your emotions under control, how to be sharp minded, how to maneuver, how to see uh, the the fine details and things, how to let your intuition kick in. Just be really thought out, so to say. Always be analyzing. This is where I like to use my mind in my business is always learning. We're always learning. Uh, I told my brother the, the other day, I was like, dude, it's crazy that people wait for the semester to start, for their professor to show up, to learn. They they wait for yeah. Monday at 9 a.m. to learn something. Because I, I did that for five years. I, I learned a lot, but outside of the books. I learned how to read people, read situations, read energies, how people talk to each other, how they treat each other, right? And use this in business. Have discipline in myself tap into my meditative state and say hey sit down and shut the fuck up for as long as you can my brother he he had anxiety at first he was like bro i can barely sit still for fucking three minutes now it's 10 minutes 15 minutes your mind will take you places we we always think that we need to be talking to somebody we're always overstimulated don't get me wrong i love social media but i'm following dope shit on social media right i'm following a lot of you know influencers and stuff like that. I'm addicted to social media. I really am. But I'm conditioning my eyeballs to see dope shit. You get me? I'm programming my eyes day after day. I'm feeding it. Now I'm able to talk about all the information I come across, all the spiritual stuff, the knowledge that I know, the mindset. Uh, A lot of the times I was always searching for knowledge in books and podcasts, you know, all these seminars or whatever. And once I took a dive into healing, um, like I said, I just started using that energy, harnessing it and controlling myself, being being mentally stable and realizing that I'm really powerful. Everybody's powerful. Uh, we manifest things unknowingly in our life. Whatever we think about on a subconscious level, we can get to that root and we can bring it to surface of why do you believe that? Who made you believe yeah. that? Why do you think that? Why? Right. And really ask and dawn on that question, like, fucking why do i believe this and really like shift your your belief on it and go about uh that new belief system uh but it, it yeah, yeah I, that's I, touching on the subconscious subject right there no that's good man and, and i appreciate you sharing that so i gotta take it a step back here real quick and you you talk about how you've elevated your mind you got you talk about how the hypnosis has helped you and you know it looks like your brother plays a big influence in your life but let's talk about what what drove you to do these things as far as drinking as far as maybe getting high for the wrong reasons, because I'm someone who's, you know, recovering alcoholic. I was addicted to alcohol. Weed was something I was addicted to because I was getting high all the time for no reason. Realistically, mm-hmm. I was doing it to feel numb. 
So for you, you know, you talk about how you still smoke weed, but let's talk yeah. about the alcohol concept of it before we get into the weed. When it came to alcohol, why is it such a toxin for your body? And why is it realistically a toxin for your mind? Like what, what does, what about alcohol really can screw you up mentally? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't want to get all scientific. I just, it fucks me up. I fucking get angry. Yeah. I just, I know what it does to me. I don't care that other people drink and they're having a grand time. You know, my dad drinks on the fucking weekends, but my dad's fucking fully functional up in the morning. Our house is fucking beautiful. He goes to work, doesn't miss anything. So I'm like, fucking whatever. My dad, he doesn't feel bad about drinking, but I know there's some side effects, but I just know for me, gets me all angry, gets me jealous, gets me my lower self, my dark energy, you know, that sexual energy. It gets it, it gets yeah. really deep, bro. There's no there's no coincidence when you drink just in general people get horny, right? It, it's it's hand in hand. And this can out, go open up doors that you don't want to go down. Like I fucking yeah. you, I don't even have to go down that road, right? But we've been yeah. there and it's just like you feel it the next morning, you feel it in your mind. And you're like hanging on for dear life. And I was just there too many times. And just having a daughter, it's just the main point. I was like, I don't want to drag this energy to her. You know, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to benefit me. Don't get me wrong. On Father's Day, I fucking drank a beer, bro. I, I drank a beer. I was like, first Father's Day, you damn right. I'm drinking a damn beer, right? It was probably like <laughs> half a beer. Honestly, yeah. I didn't finish it. But I mean, you know. And, you know, I'm still I'm pretty sure I'll find a day where I drink and get drunk again. But right now it's just not serving me. It's just not. I'm trying to progress. I am progressing. So I am, uh, yeah. you know, mentally progressing and finding levels to myself that I had no idea that I can get to. And it, it is really cool stuff, bro. Yeah, man. It looks like the drinking, but it, it's the same for everybody. If you're a heavy drinker and you're drinking for the wrong. So I get asked the question all the time. Is there anything that's going to stop you or prevent you from actually breaking your one-year commitment to drinking? Uh -huh. And for me, it would have to be something like huge, like like I book a big-ass gig to, for motivational speaking or like something where I'm getting like yeah. like someone's going to cash me out a hundred grand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's but like it's, it's resorting yeah. the alcohol and the the drugs. I'm not really going to say drugs, but like resorting the alcohol realistically to something positive, right? Because that's the that's the thing. Everybody, and a lot of people, and especially a lot of people we know, will take the alcohol and that's a resort for a negative issue, meaning mm -hmm. that's how they're dealing with the problems. So you talk about how you went through a lot of stuff with this hypnosis. How did you actually deal with the issues that you had? Because you you recognizing yourself, you're recognizing you get angry, you're recognizing yeah. the, the sex orientation of it being addicted to porn. And how did you deal with it? And we know how you overcame it, but how did you know that you had a problem and you started to deal with it through this hypnosis? I know that I had a problem just because of the side effects from all that stuff. After the constant release from porn addiction, the feeling, the after feeling of drunkness, just knowing the outcome, so to say, knowing if I go down that road, if I go down this road, I know the feeling, I know the end result and it's not a good feeling. So that's how I noticed it was an issue. And once I just wanted to stop going to that uh road so to say i was just like i'm just driving myself crazy i already know the end result so as i started to switch of going to hypnotherapy i was like let me see what i can do drowning out the alcohol where my mind can take me what this can do just going into the meditative states i i meditate all the time this is really important for us to meditate so guys when you're out there we're constantly under hypnosis whether you're aware of it or not so when you're listening to music, you're in a state of hypnosis. 
listening to this podcast, you're in a state of hypnosis. Watching a movie, you're in a state of hypnosis. Listening to someone talk, you're in a state of hypnosis. You are. We're under fire all the time. When you're when you're driving out, say you're on the 99, you're in California, you guys already know I'm going with this. You're like, oh shit, I've been driving for 20 minutes. What the fuck? Right? Is everybody okay? You're under hypnosis. Your 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 consciousness is going and checking out, and your subconscious is taking over. They, this is how deep it gets. So once you go into that subconscious state, we start to daydream, so to say. We start to reminisce. Yeah. We're thinking about our fears. We're thinking about our past results, embarrassing moments in our life, all these things. We're, we're thinking about the future. Our mind goes somewhere, just like when we're dreaming. We don't know what the hell dreaming is. We just Our mind goes somewhere, though, right? And we can't explain yeah. it. We're just like, oh, just, just a dream, just a dream. But I really feel it is trying to tell us something subconsciously we have these dreams for a reason and it's not all like spiritual and trying to find a meaning it's just you're having that dream for some type of purpose there's you know many dreams nightmares guys have wet dreams right you know this stuff is real and it, it is trying to you know tell your conscious mind something and if you don't internalize it so to say um, you won't really know how to deal with your mental battles you'll you'll be you'll you'll fall accustomed to whatever beliefs come your way in your mental battles. So real quick, just, I know I study so much stuff, bro. Like I said, some deep, dark stuff. I study everything because I don't want to, I don't want that energy to perpetrate me to, you know, to um, deceive me. Right. So when I'm out operating in society with people, I can hear that you're trying to manipulate me, bro. I can hear that you're trying to bullshit me. I see what your tactics are. Look at, look at, you're trying to influence me to do this. So I studied dark psychology and all this stuff, right? But uh, back to the point of like going through the like mental work, I think just what I'm talking about in general, it, it sent it sent my mind to all these places. Um, all the information that I came across was internal. I can't really describe it. A lot of information, yeah. yes, it did come from books. But honestly, it, it became like I was a student of life. This We're in a university where we're always learning. We're through this conversation we're learning. I'm learning something about you. You're learning something about me. People are going to tune in and learn something. Um, it's just Absolutely. whatever that means to you. Just understand, guys, everywhere, every time you turn your head, every time you talk to someone, you're learning. And it's never stopping. And I just really got into the now moment of being present and not having depression, thinking in the past, not having anxiety, thinking in the future. I just really became to the now. I do a lot of grounding. Grounding is being barefoot on grass. So what it does to you, it connects you to this earth. It brings you centered. This is why when you go to the beach, you take your shoes off. If you don't take your shoes off, it might be something a little wrong with you, buddy. It might be a little psycho, right? <laughs> you're right? Because you're not grounded. There's a reason when yeah. you go to the ocean, ain't nobody at the ocean pissed off, bro. Right? Ain't nobody mad at the ocean. Everybody's there, the static in the air, the smell, your barefoot, the, the sound. Shh, shh, it's drawing you to the now. You're not worried about whatever. You're, you're there. You're like, yeah, this is what I'm searching for. Looking at the beach. I don't care who I'm with. Um, sometimes, oh, I wish I had a friend. Hey, when COVID hit, bro, I went to San Francisco by myself. That That's therapeutic. I, I yeah, drove two hours drive, didn't listen to no music, and just let my mind travel. 
let it let it analyze things let it reflect and we're we're our own healers at the end of the day we heal ourselves so with this hypnotherapy stuff i guide your mind places i'm not physically touching you you know i'm casting a spell into you so to say in a good way but it's you who's who's in control it's you who's in control of your beliefs it's you who's in control of what whatever you want to pick up from people there's going to be people who tune into this conversation. It doesn't resonate with them. They'll turn it off. That's okay. There's some people who sit through it and find me- uh, meanings in the message. Not everything is, you know, supposed to have meaning to certain people, right? We always yeah. pick up on different details from events and people and conversations and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's it's true, man. Like, if if someone doesn't get anything, well, our message wasn't for you. I mean, at the end of the day, our message is for those that are going to get something from it. And at the end of the day, I think every guest and myself can even agree on is if one person just can get something from this we did our job we did what we were supposed to do because at the end of the day we're here to influence people we're here to help people change Mm -hmm. and the biggest thing you you actually touched on i want to come back to it is living in the now right and you know someone who i know personally that's actually does is like derek derek lives in the now yeah i'm like fuck yeah that's what's up yeah, man, it's and it's come to the point where we we do do what we want, we do what yeah. makes us happy. I mean, it's kind of enjoyable, but it's with anything. And and I used to be this way, like bad. Like I would worry about the worst possible outcome. I, you know, things that even weren't even yeah. happening yet. I was like, oh man, this shit. We're gonna go. Like for example, we we need to get our passports and get ready to go to Mexico. We just went to Mexico about a month and a half ago, and this dude had nothing prepared. Didn't fill out the form. Nothing. This motherfucker was the only one that got through that with ease, no issues, nothing. Why? Because he lives in the moment. He doesn't really trip off of it. So for you, you know, being a dad, especially, right, you know, a lot of parents, I I think a lot of parents will now, they worry about a lot of things that could possibly or potentially happen to their kids. How do you keep that in check so your daughter doesn't see you in fear? And she just knows that you're you're there for her. You know that she knows that you're the, her protector. Like how how have you been able to control that aspect of being a parent? Just realizing that that's my baby girl. Nobody's gonna harm her. She's always in good hands. Making sure dad is there, touching her, cuddling her, feeling, making her feel my energy. And going back to you know being in the now and how it draws in. A couple of days ago, we just packed up and went to Vegas. Right, just pack up the bags, babe. Pack up the baby. Boom, we hit the road. Had a grand time. Came back with my family, doing things I want to, with who I want to, on the time I want to, and not, you know, waiting for all these things to align, so to say, not waiting for this to happen. Oh, this money, it has to occur before I feel a certain way, right? I, I was yeah. always that person. I, I need X amount of dollars to feel, to feel my swagger, to feel my confidence. I need, I need to hang around these people to feel my swagger, to feel my confidence. I need a drink to feel that. Mm, I started getting just graduating on from that belief and just feeling comfortable and being uh, a father. Like you said, uh, it just brought out the best to me, man. It, it's a feeling I can't even begin to describe. Just being there for her centered. She's shown me a lot with patience and stuff. I recommend everybody have a fucking kid, dude. Everybody should. Don't even fucking all oh, the business and money. And I'm not. No, fuck all that. Have kids. We're here to multiply men. Go have a fucking kid right now with a woman who's stable, you know, and, you know, there have you a go. family and, you know, let that energy come into your body. It, it'll activate you. It really will. And you you start thinking differently. You start talking to people differently. Your heart grows bigger, especially with the little girl. 
I was telling my my girl, I was like, man, if I had a little boy, he'd probably be a little fucking knucklehead. Because I was probably like, you know, but a girl, yeah, I was like, oh, man, dude, I got to be soft. I have to talk soft. And all these <laughs> right? But, you know, yeah. on the other side, fucking, I'm a wild savage. Like, going back to that, uh, you know, I got to maintain. I got to. It's not about finding a balance, so to say. A yeah. lot of people say that it's finding a balance. It's cultivating both sides. So, like, we have, like, dark sides and light sides, so to say. I like playing with the dark side. Just like I have conversations with my brother, but just practicing my spirit, right? You want to you wanna feel like an animal, right? A lot of guys have favorite animals, right? Because they're fucking wild and they're killers and there's blood dripping and shit. But tap into that state, right? So, like, me and Caleb, we fucking play around. Like, if you ever watch Joe Rogan, I love Joe Rogan. This fool, like, makes fucking snake noises and fucking bangs on his chest. And you're activating that part of yourself that you wish to be true, right? You yeah. want to fucking be fucking batshit crazy and fucking this is why people love fighters right this is why i love fucking nate diaz i don't give a fuck homie fucking that spirit he has and how he just uses it and that confidence and that swagger you know it's just fucking that's badass bro conor mcgregor that fucking swagger he has i don't give a fuck right that shit is dope people are drawn to that so once you can walk in that spirit just, I don't give a fuck, motherfucker. I'm here for good intentions and good times. Fucking good energy. I want to bring you with me, motherfucker. I want to see you fucking succeed. Come with me. I want to show you the light. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Fuck waiting. What are you waiting for? Right. You're waiting for her? You're waiting for... Come on, bro. Fucking sack up. Let's go, motherfucker. Hop on my back if you can't fucking walk. Right? Seriously, bro. There you go. A lot of people have these excuses. So I deal with hundreds of people, bro. Um... Just, man, there's a lot of excuses out there. Just the way they sound and the way they talk. And it's just like, oh, I just want to wake you up. So I want you to harness this energy, what I'm feeling, feeling like an animal. But being smart about it, controlling myself, right? Not being all off the walls so I can, you know, go about my business in a professional manner, so to say, right? Um, we Because we've been conditioned, you know, be be proper, be professional, bro. I'm like this when I'm talking to clients. I'm fucking all crazy and off the walls and shit and cussing and being truck, bro. We have to yeah. step into who we are, our true frame. If not, we just we start to sound. You ever hear so like a professional voice? Hey, how you doing today? Hey, James. Yeah, I'm just calling you because yeah. Imagine if I was talking like that the whole time, right? It's draining. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not who I am no more, right? Uh, so it, let's let's talk about that though, man. You're talking about being, mm-hmm. you know, yourself and being true to who you are, right? And you mentioned yeah. like Conor McGregor, you mentioned Floyd Mayweather, you mentioned Nate Diaz, yeah. and these are all guys that you either love or you hate. And so, why yeah. do you think when you become the person who you are and you just don't give a shit, you know, about what people think, feel, hear, whatever? Why do you think people hate those kind of people day in and day they out? They wish they had that shit, bro. They wish they can just say whatever the fuck they want. And just uh, fucking say, like, bro, I used to be like, oh, fuck. I can't tell people I eat mushrooms because I'm a weirdo. I'm like, bro, I eat mushrooms. Look at me. I'm a family man. I got my shit in order, right? I pay bills. I I travel. I do these things. So once I can just be comfortable knowing that and saying, hey, I am who I am, right? And I don't mean any harm to nobody. If I did in the past, I'm sorry. I outgrew that person. Right now, my intentions are instead on family, traveling, good food, good conversation, good aesthetics, good pleasing views. I'm focused. I'm really intentional with my life. 
I can go down to the details of how I want my life to be and how it is when I wake up in the morning. I, I'm very intentional. Don't wake up with no alarm clock. Wake up when I want, right? I'm not saying this out of arrogance. This is what I want out of life. And I'm demanding it finally. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really walking that manifesting shit, really walking in it. Yeah. I was I was driving to Bass Lake the other day, driving, fucking hotboxing the whip, fucking music on, got my aesthetics going. I came to a point, I was like, one point in my life, I wanted this just to be smoking a blunt alone, not hearing people talk, not hearing their beliefs. I don't give a fuck what you think, bro. I want to be in here. I'm tapped in. I want to go stare at the lake and meditate and ground and be high, chill with my thoughts, get some food, come back to work, make some money, go home, eat a meal, fall asleep, hug my daughter, kiss my girl, cuddle in bed, watch a movie, go to sleep, wake up, do it again. You see how I'm very detailed in that? And this is what my life yeah. is. And because this is what I demand out of it. I don't give a fuck what people think about me. I, I stopped giving a fuck. I've always had that attitude. When I was in Florida, bro, yeah. I got kicked out because I didn't give a fuck that much. It, it was me. It was my fault. And I felt guilty about it. I felt shame about it. But I was like, honestly, I didn't give a fuck that much. I, I just got booted off the team. I, for the longest time, I felt bad. I, I was like, damn, I let my parents down. But fucking the next year, I came to down south in Antelope Valley, and everything was Gucci, baby, fucking starting pitching. I was like, there goes that out the window. When one door closes, another one opens up. Another and it was one. almost instantaneously. Because you know why? I didn't fucking dwell on and it was like, oh, I got kicked off the team. I let my parents down. Oh, what are people going to think about me? I'm embarrassed. Oh, my goodness. Fuck all that. Fuck, I got kicked off the fucking team because I'm a fucking idiot. Fucking, listen, let's call this school. Does this school want me? <laughs> hey, I just got kicked off the baseball team. I fucking, I throw gas. You want me? Yeah. Fucking, what's up then? Fucking easy, bro. Bro, just being yeah. around the sports, like people and men, they love people who don't give a fuck. But with the haters... They're like, fuck, I wish I couldn't give a, I wish I could be that, but I have to give a fuck. I have to talk proper. Yeah. I have to people please. I have to make sure I can't act a certain way. I have to make sure I don't get out of line and all this stuff. So this is with me going back to the alcohol where I just don't drink in crowds because I don't give a fuck, bro. I'll be fucking. <laughs> if you ever see me drunk, bro, I'm fucking. Let's go, baby. Fuck it. I'm all extreme right. when I that's another part of it because it brings out that yeah. it enhances that feeling. This is why people say, you know, uh, drunk people speak, you know, sober minds or whatever that saying is. Right. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people, most of the times it's not true. It's not true. They're just feeling comfortable. They're getting the fucking courage to say what's on their mind. Right. They're feeling all confident to go talk up to a girl. It's like I got the swagger now to go talk to a girl if I want to. Right. It was just I don't need all that no more. I just, I'm yeah. comfortable with who I am. So that's where I got so to the point. Like, this shit is dope. Absolutely, man. And, you know, being who you are is really important. And, and you you expressing it, you could tell, right? You, yeah. you just do what you want. You say what you want. And that's yeah. great. Now, I, I kind of want to make sure that we, we clear this up because when a lot of people are going to hear this, going to be like, well, he just does what he wants. He smokes. I do that anyways. But I think what people are not really going to understand is, yeah, you may be smoking weed, but you're in full control of your life and what you want. Yeah. And you hit the goals. You still provide for your family. You still get up every day. You grind. You get that money. You do what you're supposed to be doing. What do you think yeah. the difference is of what you do than what some people actually smoke four or five times a day or get high all the time? And all they're doing is sitting down, watching TV, eating yeah. bad food, you know, listening to music. What do you think the difference is why they do that opposed to what you do? 
Um, I think it's just the mindset and what you're doing when you're high, I guess. Uh, so with me, I don't smoke for recreational how people smoke to get high. I smoke to yeah. think differently. It taps me into that spiritual state. When I'm watching movies and I'm high, I, I look at it differently. So when I go into, you know, I'm smoking, I'm high, I don't let it affect me. A lot of people get paranoia or they get a guilty conscience. Oh, I need to stop smoking weed. Look what I'm doing. I'm lazy. I'm out of shape. I don't work out. But I do all that on top of it. I'm a family man. I smoke. I make money. Don't ask my parents for money, right? And I don't feel guilty doing it. You get me? A lot of people, they can fall when they're uh, high, so to say, they get in that paranoia mind state and they feel bad about it. Because it opens up when you smoke, you you open up and you realize a lot about yourself and you start to get paranoid. You're like, oh, this is too much for me. Like, oh, fuck, I can't take this. So people who smoke weed and they feel good about themselves, like Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, Joe Rogan, you know, the cats out the back, Kevin Durant, athletes smoke dope, bro. Tim Lincecum. Yeah. When he was like, oh, he's smoking weed. Bro, <laughs> there's a reason in the MLB. Yeah, they let full smoke weed now. Everybody's smoking yeah. dope, bro. Everybody's smoking it because it's it's a it's helping people mentally. It, it's it's a yeah. crutch to lean on. And it's not like um, how it's alcohol where that's kind of like a crutch. I just think with weed, it's just it's a lot more safer, so to say. Nobody is going to fucking yeah. when you get high, bro, you drive slower. <laughs> you get me <laughs> you get the munchies yeah, you want to yeah, fall asleep no, and stuff but i don't let yeah. that affect like oh it's too out of hand right um and there's, there's different types of strains you can smoke right you, you some people smoke a different strain during the day so there's high functioning yeah. uh you know uh alcoholists out there people on cocaine at work and stuff it, it's weird because this is how powerful the mind is people are like yeah i can yeah. fucking drink and go to work and they believe that it's not more of that that what's working, it's their mindset behind it. They're, that's how yeah. powerful the mind is. Like, bro, tweakers and shit, what the fuck? Like, these fools still kicking it, bro. Like, digging through trash cans, smoking crack, eating shit, look like shit. You know, I'm not talking bad, but, like, they're so powerful. Yeah. Like, look, look at what they're doing to themselves, and they're going, they're still alive. It, it's amazing yeah. how powerful this thing is. Whatever you want to believe, your subconscious mind picks it up. So I, if I believe I can still smoke weed and be successful and I brainwash myself with that, I'm going to believe it. It's not just what weed does for me or what it can do to me. It's how I view it, so to say. It's how I perceive yeah. the outcome of um, and, and using it as a tool for, for me, for me personally. I don't recommend that stuff yeah. to everybody, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's the really big thing here is that the message is not and just smoke weed in it. Cause like the message I usually give is I have an addictive personality and unfortunately, and I think we talked about this earlier before the podcast was I know myself and I know that this is, this is not the right thing for me to do right now. And that's got to take a break from drinking. I gotta, I gotta take a break from smoking for a while. And the reason why is because to me, there's a lot of toxin because what happened is I finally started to realize, Hey, there's something wrong. Like physically man, like, you know, with my body, there's something wrong. I'm too big pain starting to happen and I don't feel these things because I'm numb all the damn time, but because I'm using it as that crutch to, I don't want to deal with it really reality. Yeah. Right. And I think yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You feel fucking on top of the world. You feel the same thing with weed. You, you feel like you feel like you're on top of the world. And, and trust yeah. me, I'm the first to say that. And when I was drinking, man, I, I <laughs> get out the way, get out the way. But the thing is, is that 
it's a small reality. And, and it, to me, it kind of ties in and, and we'll, we'll, this will be the last topic when it comes to, you know, people being addicted to porn and, and releasing that seed, that is, that is a drug in a sense, and, but it's only mm. a temporary drug, right? I, I forget mm. what it's called, but as it's released, you feel that sense of relief for all of what, yeah, dopamine, right? It, it's only, it's only a sense of relief for what, like five minutes, and then you go back and you're like, oh, shit, here we go. So how how were you able to handle and fix that part of yourself to make sure that you didn't fall into that addiction of pornography? Yeah, so uh, like I said, this is something I'm comfortable speaking about. I've been posting on social media for years. I've talked about it with friends. You know, uh, I battle this, I don't know, as long as I've had a cell phone. Everybody, men, you've masturbated. I know you have, motherfucker. We we constantly, you know, <laughs> access to it. Whenever we feel a little fucking horny, it's right there. It's boom. That's not good for your brain. What you're wiring your brain to do is whatever I want to do, I can do it instantly, and that's so false. You're you, and that's gonna go into your business. That's gonna go into your friendships and your relationships with people. Meaning that when you hang out with them, when you go into business, you want to see immediate results. When you work out, you want to see immediate results. And if it's not there, you're like, oh, this shit don't fucking work. And you leave it alone. So with porn, it's like, I know this works. I know this works. I get horny and I rub it out and I feel this way. And then you don't really feel that the after effect of like, uh, what did I just do? I'm, I'm embarrassed with myself. This is what I used to feel like, bro, like what? Like that, that post nut yeah. clarity is it hits, bro. Like you start to get disgusted with yourself and all this. So once I started to harness this energy, you know, there's many times I've relapsed, right? Many times. Yeah. But as I started to go and go and go, meditating more, harnessing that energy, being abstinent from sex, being doing breath practices, when I would get horny and stuff working out all these things bro this is a really serious topic for men this is not healthy to be releasing six seven eight ten fifteen times a week that that is crazy yeah. you you think you think kings when they're out accomplishing or you know conquering the world you know take us back to hunters and gatherers you think these fools when they're you know being wild animals and chasing down beasts and all this stuff that they were constantly releasing you know, there's no way in hell that they work because what this does to your brain, what it does to your subconscious mind is it sends a signal like, hey, you came here for your purpose to reproduce. You can go ahead and relax. So what it's conditioning you to do is always being in that relaxed state. Right. So imagine when you're you know, you ejaculate how loose you feel your bones. There's bone marrow that release in your sperm DNA. There's blood, white blood cells. So every time you ejaculate, there's bone marrow, meaning it weakens your bones. It weakens your spirit. This is why pornography, it is demonic. There, there's a lot of weird shit. If you're on porn and you're on page fucking 56, I used to be there. There's some fucking thing wrong with you. You're trying to fucking, yeah, seriously, bro. You're trying to get the fucking perfect titties, the perfect ass, the fucking skin. Fucking, bro, it gets, it's like, What? Like, what am I doing, right? Don't get me wrong, bro. Yeah. Relapse many times. It's easy to fall into that trap, um, you know? But guys, you know, become more aware of this, self-aware of your, your sexual energy, cultivate it and harness it and use it for the better. 
transmute that energy into love, raw emotion, working out, get your willpower back. You gain your spirit back. Your, your voice, your voice gets deeper. Your hair gets darker. All these things. It's powerful stuff. You think differently. So I'll break it down real quick. Going back to the root chakra, it charges up in there, right? Charges up your spine, goes up your spine. It's called the crystals. Look it up. There's a video on it. It's called the crystals. It goes up your spine, charges up the kundalini energy, goes to your brain, your pineal gland, your amygdala is what it calls if you want to be all scientific, right? So it goes to those parts of your brain, that crystals, that oil, that sacred energy. It illuminates parts of your brain. It gets you new pathways in your brain, new neurons, new synapses, meaning new ways of thinking and new new habits, self-discipline. Because that stuff is strong, guys. Your seed is strong. Guys, it has the ability to go into a woman and create what we are. And you, once you just dump that into the toilet, once you just dump that onto a, a, a towel, guys, that, that a piece of you is dying, seriously. It really is. A little bit of your spirit is dying. Your ambition, your hunger, your force, your will, your, your, your ambition to just move forward, it goes away for a little bit. Like I'm telling you, ain't nobody, you know, doing that stuff and wanting to feel on top of the world, right? You're like, yeah, time to relax. Time to just kick back, right? And you just lay down. You're not ready to go fucking yeah. run through a wall, right? So once you built all that up and you build it 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 up, it just, you become a beast. And you be, you think differently, you talk differently, you walk differently. The swagger comes out, you know, the women can smell it. it it's, it's, it's deep, bro. It really is. Once we study yeah. this stuff and really, you know, can harness it and use it, we start to respect ourselves a lot more. Um, and, and, and it's for the better business. You make more money. It just reflects. It reflects. It all ties in, guys. Trust me. Everything is connected. Everything you want to learn in life. Obviously, you want to learn it to better your life, to make more money to have a beautiful girl, to have more women if you want, right? This is what guys are after. Beautiful things in life, beautiful women, you know, materialistic things. It's, it's good to have nice things. If you don't say you want nice things, then it's kind of like you're, you're coping. It's a coping mechanism. I used to tell myself that yeah. for the long time. I don't want nice things. I don't want nice things because I was broke. I had a poor mindset. I do want nice things. And it's not like, oh, I need to be all lavish. I just want nice things, bro. It's simple, yeah. right? Um. But I, I learned all this, bro, point being, is because all the spiritual practices that I've done, uh, I've actually, you know, intermediate fasting, all that, it awakens it, it your spirit. Everybody's spiritual. So when people are like, oh, he's spiritual, it's kind of like in, insulting to yourself because calling someone spiritual is calling yourself soulless in a way. You're, you're, you're telling your subconscious mind that you're not in touch with your spirit. Uh, I believe, I'm a firm believer in the spirit. I know I do a lot of subconscious work, but I'm more spirit activated than anything. My brother is the one who's the madman with this logo right here, the brain power and all that. Me, you can hear it, the spirit animal and in me, right? I'm all aggressive and like I'm a little like beast, right? And all this stuff. Yeah. It's just at the same time, I have to have this in check. And like going on this podcast, it's going to help me like have this image set like, okay, I do need to have this thing on point. I can't just be out here, you know, doing whatever the fuck I want. Don't get me wrong. I have that energy to me. But at the same yeah. time, I got to keep myself in check. I, I really can't do whatever the fuck I want. I, stepping on toes. I can't piss people off. I got to I yeah. gotta pluck strings, right? Yeah, I can't be pissing people off and shit, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, man, you know what? You, you touched on a lot of great things, man. And again, this is more just to show that, again, that there's different ways of viewing things and uh, a different kind of type of mindset. And, and again, you're successful in a very different way. And you did it yeah. unorthodox. A unique way a lot of people think. <laughs> yeah, it's a unique way. But at the end of the day, like I said, there's multiple things to, to do. Yeah. And honestly, man, I, I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast yeah. with us, man. It's been such an exciting episode and seeing what you know where you come from and how you've changed and you know being being your friend seeing you from back in school to now like i told you earlier you you look completely different you you yeah, look so, uh, like i said a lot like you look like you're a mature grown-ass man bro that like you're doing your thing bro and you should be proud and i'm grateful for you i'm happy for you and honestly man it this journey that we're we're all on we're all going to be crossing paths and i'm excited to see where you come even further with this man so yeah congratulations yeah. to what you're doing now man congratulations on being a dad and again to everybody out there thank you for joining the podcast again you got questions you got ideas you got different topics you want us to talk about please send us an email uh for donovan he follows uh you guys will see his description in i'm sorry his uh, at signs in the description you're going to be able to follow him you want to try out hypnosis you want to see if he can help you overcome your worries your fears your anxiety this is the man to do it. Let him help you out. If you want to do a different approach and you want something to just talk you through it, do consultation, I get 15 minutes for free at www.alphamindset.com. Again, guys, thank you guys for everybody for tuning in. Donovan, keep achieving, bro. Keep thriving. Keep going after your goals and get those material things, playboy. And success is going to yeah, keep flowing yeah. your way, man. Hey, just real quick, everybody, just go out there and be yourself, bro. I know it's cliche as it fucking sounds. Be who you want to be at that core. Discover who it is. I, I'm really... Meditate, please. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Ground. Do spiritual work, guys. It'll it'll tap you into your spirit, and you just elevate your conscious. You just you just get a certain knowing, guys. You just get this certain swagger about you, and everybody needs it. And I hope everybody you know gets to that point of their life where they they can achieve whatever and have confidence doing that and being comfortable in your own skin. Uh, again, Isaac, I appreciate you for letting me come on here, bro. And, you know, speak my mind, being the little wild animal that I am. And, you know, just letting me do my thing. I appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. Absolutely, brother. Keep that alpha mindset. And everybody out there, keep that alpha mindset. We appreciate y'all. Much love. Keep thriving. Peace.